Hey, man, is that the Rock News Weekly Podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is Rock News Weekly. Every week, we bring you all the latest headlines in rock, metal, indie, grunge, alt, and classic rock news. This week's new releases, this week in music history trivia, movies, pop culture, and more. Now on to this week's episode. This week on the Rock News Weekly Podcast, week of August 21st, 2023, Season 5, Episode number 32. This week we talk about Black Sabbath's reunion from 1997 is getting the deluxe vinyl treatment. Corey Taylor details Slipknot's long-lost experimental album, Look Out Your Window, and its possible release date for next year. Lita Ford details the delay in her new album due to the recent passing of both her songwriting partner and her manager. Plus, this week in Rock and Roll History Trivia, Weekly WTF, and so much more, everything's up at rocknewsweekly.com. Watch us live every Sunday, twitch.tv slash rocknewsweekly, and on demand, youtube.com at rocknewsweekly. All right, it's time for the Rock News Weekly Podcast. What's up, everybody? Chris here hanging out, getting you filled in with the Rock News of the Week. A little early this week as we are going to be out of town. Normally we record on Sundays, uh, but we're going to be heading out of town, so I want to make sure I get this one done uh, so you guys can have it on Monday. Uh, I got my co-host Arlo here. Arlo, anything to say? Nope. Okay. Uh, Arlo is my cat, and he is 10 years old, and he has three legs, and he's pretty rocking. He's pretty rock and roll. All right, so let's get to the rock news of the week, guys. Make sure you guys check us out, of course, rocknewsweekly.com. If you haven't been over to our YouTube channel yet, youtube.com at rocknewsweekly. We always post our Twitch videos on demand and all that good stuff on our YouTube channel. So make sure you guys check that out if you can't watch us live. A uh, great way to catch up on YouTube. Uh, this is week of August 21st, Season 5, Episode 32, as you just heard on the intro. Black Sabbath's reunion from 97's Getting the Vinyl Treatment Deluxe uh, Edition. Corey Taylor detailing Slipknot's long-lost experimental album Look Out Your Window. Lita Ford uh, details the delay in her new album due to the recent passing of her songwriting partner and manager. We'll get to all that and more. Everything's up at rocknewsweekly.com. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all the same, all at Rock News Weekly. So yes, the uh, let's get to the Sabbath here, uh, the news here for them. The Black Sabbath reunion. It's going to be coming in a three LP package live from the 1997 reunion tour. Uh, this is when they first uh, got back together after quite some time. 16 tracks. There's two tracks on here, uh, two bonus tracks that have not been included before. So that sounds really cool. Um, of course, featuring the original lineup of, of Sabbath with Ozzy, Tony, Geezer, and Bill. Uh, Ozzy was fired from Sabbath the following year. Uh, in 1998, that was a kind of a crazy time, man, for them. Uh, but a very cool reunion, nonetheless. And it's going to be coming out on October 13th, just in time for Halloween. That is cool. Black Sabbath 3LP reunion, recorded December 4th, 1997, and December 5th, 1997, at the NEC in Birmingham, England. So, very cool, like hometown show for them. Uh, huge. Awesome. So check that out, uh, Sabbath and vinyl fans alike. Okay, Lita Ford pr uh, planning to release a new album next year, and there was a, a big delay, I guess, in um, in the release date because a personal devastation that she's been going through. Uh, her manager, as well as her songwriting partner, both passed away. She said, quote, But we take all that pain and everything, and we just put it right back into the album. 
uh, end quote. She plans to go on the road, but wants to do something really different. She says, quote, I'd like to put together a theatrical show, sort of like a rock guitar opera kind of thing. Rehearsals begin in November for what she calls the leader, the jeez, the Lita Ford Rock Guitar Rock Opera Tour. Jeez. All right. Well, that sounds kind of cool. She's trying to do something different. Lita Ford, pretty badass chick, and sounds like she's been through a lot, man. Losing her songwriting partner and her manager, but she put all that into the album, and she's uh, releasing that coming out in March of 2024. So look forward to that. Very cool. Uh, All right, Slipknot, speaking of new albums and albums coming out next year, Slipknot's long-awaited, long-lost, experimental album, Look Outside Your Window. It's been a hot topic among singer Corey Taylor and percussionist Sean Clown Crahan over the last year. In a new interview, Taylor reverses course on his feelings about this 15-year-old project and is now looking forward to its release, which he forecasts for 2024. Earlier in the year, Clown suggested that the record may finally come out in 2023 once Slipknot's deal with Roadrunner Records expired on April 1st. Taylor, meanwhile, expressed disinterest in the material, finally seeing the light of day due to how much attention it's garnered over the years and the expectations the fans have. Basically that it's no way going to match the expectations. Well, it appears both of them are now excited to finally pull back the curtain on this album. One of the biggest turtles has been scheduling with Taylor, balancing his time between Slipknot and his solo career. With the release of his second album, CMF2, slated for September 15th, and tour dates booked before and after it comes out. Here's another uh, conceptual artwork. The singer tells NME about all of this. He says, quote, I was talking to Clown about it the other day, and he goes, one of the reasons it hasn't come out is because you keep putting shit out, which keeps conflicting when I want to release it. I was like shit dude why don't you tell me he says fuck you got too many things going on so uh, apparently there's some miscommunication there and I I imagine some of the other members of Slipknot this probably happens quite a bit kind of Corey Taylor's kind of hogging the spotlight with all the stuff he's doing right Uh, but maybe intentional maybe not and so it sounds like they finally worked something out here where uh, they're going to be releasing this in 2024 and he says quote without divulging too much Taylor floats a loose release timeline stating it's sounding like he's got a release date that he can finally lock in, and I have promised him that I won't release anything that will ruin that. I think it's going to be next year. Finally, man. In the spring, the singer downplayed the Look Outside Your Window release, calling himself a guest star on the record, and that he only possessed a 10-year-old copy of it with an outdated mix, unsure of what even was going on with the release plans. So sounds like he's on board now. Now that he's got all his solo stuff and Slipknot's new album out, time for that kind of long-lost experimental album. Uh, it says about the music, Corey Taylor describes it. He says, I just went back and listened to all that stuff, and it's so dope, so different. People are going into this thinking it sounds like Slipknot. Slipknot, uh, people are so wrong. It doesn't sound like anything like Slipknot have done. That's why it's its own thing. To me, it is really the long-lost album. The music is so beautiful. It probably has some of my favorite melodies that I've done, and people are really going to dig it. Clown did a really good job. So, end quote. Looking forward to that. So here's another the artwork for you. Look outside your window, as well as this one. Not sure which one um, they're going to use for the official artwork, but looking forward to it. It sounds really cool. Going to be coming out in 2024. All right, this was a pretty funny story this week. Tennis match disrupted by Cotton Eye Joe, read the uh, 
<laughs> read the headline. I'm like, what the heck is going on here? A strange sound interrupted the Canadian Open in Montreal this weekend, guys. Cotton Eye Joe. Iga Swiatek and Jessica Pagula were in the middle of a semifinal on Saturday when the song blasted through the arena. Videos of the Rednecks tune playing the the event popped up on social media. It kind of went viral. People were like, why are they playing Cotton Eye Joe during this match? And, of course, I have a video here for you guys to check it out. I can't not show you this. Uh, so here is Cotton Eye Joe at the tennis match. Uh, let's uh, make sure we share this. Make sure you guys watch on YouTube if you're not watching live on Twitch. YouTube.com at Rock News Weekly. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Rock News Weekly. All right, let's play this for you guys. Here's Cotton Eye Joe. Uh, for whatever reason, going through the sound system at full blast on this tennis match. Here it is. Oh, wow. Cotton Eye Joe just came on mid-rally. Oh, wow. Are we in Texas? <laughs> I think he was going to say, are we in Texas? Oh, wow. Joe just came on mid-rally. <laughs> they just look so dumbfounded and, and upset, which is understandable. Like, do you think, okay, so I got to ask, do you think this was an honest mistake? Do you think this was, um, <laughs> do you think this was an honest mistake or do you think that this was uh, purposeful? Like to somebody snuck into the booth they're like, okay, I want to mess the, mess with these guys, play this and troll them. Or do you think it was the sound guy? Because I know those that's one of those songs that like sports people have like ready to go in the booth. So maybe, <laughs> maybe they just slipped up and pressed that when they weren't supposed to. I don't know. I could relate to that from a kind of an engineer's point of view, but I thought that was pretty hilarious. Cotton Eye Joe, for whatever reason, man, uh, getting played <laughs> at that tennis open. Oh, well. I thought it was pretty funny. Okay, last rock story of the week this week. We got kind of a shorter week. We didn't have a whole lot of stories, honestly, guys. Um, okay, so we gave away tickets for this show here in California in Concord. And we heard this complaint um, right before this happened. Uh, apparently, fans who attended Ghost's recent concert at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater in St. Louis, Missouri, were told they couldn't wear face paint inside the venue. Of course, fans reached out to the venue to get more info because face paint's a big part of Ghost and what they do and the fans and all that stuff, right? So the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater posted a series of photos alongside an announcement about the concert. In one of the photos, the venue said, Face paint or masks covering the face are not allowed while entering the venue or purchasing items at concessions. Any face coverings must be removable upon request, right? So in response, a Facebook user kind of asked about this to clarify says i'm confused i emailed you guys about the paint was told it was fine but then this post says while entering does this mean no altogether until after check-in so people got there and blabbermouth confirmed that fans who arrived at the venue with face paint were either denied entry or told to remove the face paint by venue staff this resulted in general confusion about what was and was not allowed. And I thought that was kind of crazy. I mean, what's the harm in having the face paint? I, I, I think that's been going on for forever. But what I think it is now is there's, the venue is saying that it has to do with uh, the IDs and using an ID. So they can't look at your ID. 
They can't, you know, when you're buying concessions, alcohol, or getting into the venue to use your ticket, they need to see your ID. And if you have face paint on, I guess you could theoretically use someone else's ID, something like that. Anyway, Ghost had to step in and says, quote, Thanks to everyone who joined us for an amazing show last night. On behalf of our crew, we'd like to apologize for the miscommunication about removing the face paint. This was not directed by Ghost. If you experienced issues at last night's shows, please reach out to us at HollywoodAmpSTL at LiveNation.com so we can improve for future shows. So it sounds like they want you to show and prove to Live Nation what kind of a cluster F that became. And maybe they'll give you some free tickets for your troubles. So if you guys were at that show and you had that happen, there you go. That's uh, that's what's happening. All right, we got some rock birthdays to get to. Let's get to the birthdays this week. All right, rock birthdays this week. Who do we got? I think it's only two. Tom Johnston, singer of the Doobie Brothers. He is 75. Look at him, having a grand old time. Rocking out with that beautiful Paul Reed Smith. Larry Graham, funk bassist, Graham Central Station, clever name. Sly and the Family Stone, one of their original bass players. 77 years old. Very cool. That's it for the Rock Birthdays this week. We got some trivia, though, all about the Beatles, so let's do it. Yes, rock and roll history trivia this week is about the Beatles. This week in 1965, the Beatles played their very first ever stadium rock concert held at Shea Stadium in New York City for about 55,000 screaming fans. The show set a new record for a single concert by grossing approximately how much money way back in 1965? Was it A, 300,000, B, 400000 Think about it. 1965. Biggest concert ever. It's the first ever stadium rock concert. Uh, you know, 55,000 fans. Pretty wild. Setting a new record. What do you think? It was actually on the lower end of all of these with 304,000 still setting a record. Uh, the first ever rock stadium concert. Check out a photo I picked one of the coolest photos I could find. It kind of shows the the crowd, people with their signs. It says Paul. Uh, I mean, just packed to the gills at this uh, stadium in 1965. What an impressive feat for a band from uh, Liverpool. Pretty crazy. And that happened this week in 1965. Pretty cool. All right, we got some new rock and metal albums that are out Actually coming out tomorrow, if you're watching live right now on Twitch, by the time you're hearing this on the 21st, these came out on August 18th, so these new albums are already out. For everyone watching live, they're out tomorrow. All right, can I do this in less than 30 seconds? We shall see. New albums out. Let's do it. Okay, we got Atreyu, The Moment You Find Your Flame EP, Charity Kill, Garden of Earthly Horrors, Creek, Death, Perception, Syra, The Vertigo Trigger, Dead Daisies, Best Of, God Rhythm, uh, distortions, horrendous, ontological mysterium, imper- imperial tide, existence in crisis, movements, ruckus, oblivion protocol, fall of shrines, pure the cat. 
Gatchian and Unending Fire, Ringworm, Seeing Through Fire, Skullmold, Yaldir, Spirit Adrift, Ghost at the Hollows, Tuskmork, Hestehoven, Unblessed Divine, Portal of Darkness, Virgin Black, Requiem, Worm Shepherd, The Sleeping Sun EP. I got it. Just in time. Wow. All right, so there you go. Those are all your new albums out of the week. Pretty good stuff. All right, what's my favorite out of these? I guess my favorite band name out of these is Ringworm. And then favorite album name... What do we got here? <laughs> Ontolog ontological Mysterium, just because it's hard to say. All right. And now a message from one of our sponsors. Oh, man, I just can't get this right. Dang it. Hey, kids. Burr P here. <laughs> well, y'all planning on packing your bags for card camp this year? No, not really. You have the difficulty of... Figured out the complex timing of your favorite corn classics? Five-eighths, four-fourths, or seven-eighths? It can be pretty tricky to learn sometimes, right? What if I told you you can learn these complex corn timings all with the elegant simplicity of quadratic equations? Uh, I, I guess that sounds cool. It's simply a matter of mathematics. I'm Corn Camp's new math teacher. Here to teach you some rockin' quadratic formulas to dissect the timing of your favorite card and songs. Cool! I've had quite a history with math and rhythm. Oh, my Sunday school days when the bristles of my mustache were but a downy fluff. Mother demanded a perfect cadence, discipline, and the truth of eternal forms. Oh, mother, what fondness of rhythm and timing she fostered in those my tender years. That is until, uh, until, no, no, I can't. Pardon us, Barry. Uh, come back, please. You have a contractual obligation. <sighs> well, back back in my beatnik days, I was entranced by the pulsing cadence of a coffeehouse bongo drum. The rhythmic snapping of fingers. That's a cool verse. Spooning the decadence of American vice. But, uh, Tired of that scene. Calculating those rhythms was so pedestrian. I needed chaos. I needed anarchy. So I skipped the pond for London and began to flash. <laughs> Punk rhythm flashed through my head. The rhythm gave me meaning. Solace. But living in a punk house didn't give me scabies, so I, I came home and I went to school. I went to Texas A&M. Math is it's just everywhere, kids. Even in your favorite corn classics, like... Dead bodies everywhere. Y'all want a single. Love and meth. Well, it's quadratic chaos. Sign up for Gord Camp's Quadratic Chaos with Barry Edison now. Go to CordCamp.com. So, movie TV entertainment news this week. Greta Gerwig becoming the highest grossing female director of all time. Pretty impressive. Gotta say, Barbie is the gift that keeps on giving, as Greta Gerwig has become the highest grossing female director of all time. Took the title this week on Tuesday before crossing the marker globally over the weekend. Uh, the film brought in $522.6 million domestically, so far beating out Jennifer Lee's Frozen 2 at $477 million. Globally, it's made over $1.18 billion taking the title from Captain Marvel's co-director Anna Boden. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Highest grossing female director of all time. Well deserved. Good for her. 
News from around the world. Um, you know, the Maui updates continue. Michael Anthony from Van Halen giving us some updates and sharing some video footage of him actually on Front Street there uh, in Lahaina, posted on his Instagram just hours before it was destroyed. They were vacationing there, and the, they were lucky they were able to get a, a flight back to their California home. They're, it's showing them on the road to the airport, and it's literally hours before all of those buildings were burned to the ground. And uh, just crazy, man. In Maui, it just keeps getting worse. Um, the ongoing search for victims of the deadliest U.S. wildfire in more than a century continued in earnest Tuesday on the Hawaiian island of Maui. At least 106 people have been confirmed dead. That is uh, in the blaze that has just destroyed most of the sport port town of Lahaina, one of several fires that broke out in Maui on August 8th. Hundreds remain missing. Just totally crazy, man. Um, it's now the deadliest U.S. wildfire in history in more than a century, I guess. Um, man, nuts. All right, weekly WTF. It's that if that stuff's not bad enough. Now AI can steal your passwords with a 95% accuracy by listening to you type. They don't even need to see your hands. They don't even need to see anything on your keyboards. They can hear you type now. Researchers have found that an AI-driven attack can steal passwords with 95% accuracy by listening to what you type on your keyboard. Even on a Zoom call, the theory was tested, and the AI still responded with 93% accuracy. Cornell University researchers trained an AI model on the audio recordings of people typing, and the AI learned to identify the different sounds that each key makes based on how far apart the keys are, how long it takes you to strike each one, and the patterns we all have, whether we realize it or not. Isn't that crazy? Just nuts, man. All right, that's it for us this week. Hopefully you enjoyed the rock news and all the other news. As always, make sure you guys check us out, rocknewsweekly.com. All socials, at rocknewsweekly. Watch us live every Sunday. Well, this week we're a little bit early, but it's usually at twitch.tv slash rocknewsweekly. Follow us so you guys can get updates when we do go live. And watch our episodes on demand, youtube.com at rocknewsweekly. Have a good rest of your week, guys, and we'll see you next week. All right, have a good one. Peace.